0: you <laughs> Video game experience episode 22. This time, I believe that's what it is. And this, uh, here with uh, Clear Fire. What's going on, brother?
1: Not much, man. What's going on?
0: Nothing, dude. Off in the closet today, doing the uh, doing the podcast. Well, that was uh, funny.
1: I was off in the closet earlier this week, uh, trying to dodge a tornado. <laughs>
0: yeah, I saw that on the place so everybody was hiding from mississippi that's on our facebook friends and they're all posting pictures of them in the closet and stuff <laughs> and uh yeah. on, on the playstation network so uh oh,
1: that closet dwellers for a couple hours there
0: yeah that's that's crazy it's, it seems like it's going on more often now in the yeah. uh, up there these well, uh, tornadoes we got the hurricanes down here so
1: well now we we've we've made this new pact with mother nature that Spring isn't really spring in Mississippi anymore until you hear the first tornado siren. So <laughs> yeah, spring is here. Spring, We know spring is here now because we had our tornado sirens going off on uh, what Wednesday night?
0: <laughs> well, that's cool. So, uh, Hollywood Cole here. Just wanted to throw my name out there. I didn't even say it this time. I usually do Hollywood Cole and Clearfire. So that's where you get the H and K from the H. I don't know if anybody knows that. The H and K, that's where we get that. The Hollywood mm-hmm. Cole and Clearfire Video Game Experience. So now you know it took us 22 episodes. They probably we really their name it after out. the gun. Con- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where we get it from. Um, so we're going to talk today about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video games of the 8 and 16-bit era. Uh, kind of touch on it just a little bit. Yeah, we always thought that would be a pretty good subject there because we uh you, you showed me most of these things. So, mm-hmm. most of these these ones. And um and I was a Super Nintendo guy and you showed me a lot of them and I got I'll save the stories for when we start talking about it.
1: They were some of my favorite games. Yeah, so I mean, I was a turtle at it. Come on. You know that I love Samurais because of Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's, I know. I mean, that's a story we had back in one of the earlier podcasts. So if you Let's go back that. and listen to that, you can, you, you can hear me bringing in Ninja Turtles somehow. I mean, in yeah. the collectors, are Ninja Turtles. I got, got some Ninja Tur- Turtle stuff. And just tonight, one of my friends from high school, she posted a picture. Her boy, her little three-year-old boy, he's got a head up on me. He's got all four of the Ninja Turtle pops. And the regular <laughs> ones, not the 8-bit ones. I like the regular ones. And I'm like, man, I'm jealous. And then I had to send her a picture. And if you go on Facebook, you'll see it. Uh, or not Facebook, I actually, it's on Instagram right now. Uh, trying to give you a hint of what we're recording tonight, which by now you know is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, we ought to do a, uh, the next contest is, uh, what does Clearfire like? <laughs> <laughs> just, what does that mean? It's like a riddle. Well, What is he Jerush. like? And If you want to know, you just ask Hollywood Cole. <laughs> and it's, like, oh, that's samurai. He liked ninja turtles. That's the hint. It's samurais, of course. He had a mm-hmm. samurai one. Yes. And I learned that. I didn't know that uh, Revelation 617 liked samurais either, because he had the same ninja turtle you had. So he was a yes, big samurai did. fan. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I told him about that. Or he heard it. He heard it on the podcast. But yeah. Um, So yeah, so we're getting a little bit of news, and then kind of dive into that, and uh, touch on a few of these games, and just share some video game experiences of those few games there.
1: So, what do you got in the news, man? Well, first I'm going to start off with you know something I saw that was interesting that I posted on our Facebook page is that uh, Valve is using 1,700 CPUs to crack down on cheating on their Counter-Strike game on PC. And I'm like sitting here thinking, I'm like, 1,700 CPUs. The processing power behind that, just to catch all the people out there cheating. That's insane. That that shows you that a company is dedicated to fix their che- cheating issue they right there. They could
0: just be Pentium 3s.
1: Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I
0: mean, that's why they need so many. I don't know. But,
1: but, I mean, that's crazy to think. I mean, heck, even if it is Pentium 3s, the processing power behind that is insane. That's a ton of processing power. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, so what do you mean they just using them? Are they just hooking them so up. So basically, to the- basically what it is is you know you've got your servers. You put you can put CPUs in your servers. So they've got probably a rack mounted server set up, and um, servers sometimes can take one, two, three, four, five, six. How, how, depending depending on the server, can take several CPUs inside of it. Uh, CPUs inside. I'm sorry, and so they've probably got all these rack mounted servers in there put all these CPUs in there to put all the processing power they can behind it, and then just chugging away at it and seeing what they can do to do it. Or they've got it doing through virtual servers, which, I mean, they're doing it through virtual servers. It's not as much processing power as it sounds, but it's still pretty powerful either way, because you still have to, in some way, have a physical representation of your processors in a server when you do virtual servers. So, I mean you got to think about it. It's like having, and if if it's server class CPUs, they're all way better than anything we've got for consumer use. So you're looking at having these CPUs. I mean, when you talk about CPUs, you're talking about like I seven processors, those, those things, those are the CPUs. If you don't, if people don't, don't know that. And so, um, it's stands for central processing unit for everybody that, uh, uh, d- doesn't know that as well so you've got all these processors that are sitting here just chugging away they're the powerhouse of this of whatever computer you have and the brain. I mean, just 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 to have 1700 so of those things, i'm just so like 1700 brains exactly i mean it's just like <laughs> crazy to think that so that that was just one of my little flash things i was just like oh my gosh that's crazy and then, too, another thing is, is... Well, what were so, you... So, they're probably just
0: doing that for... Um, so, that probably... Pro- I'm just guessing. So, they're, they're processing uh, all of the inputs, basically, going through that server, mm-hmm. of course. But it's probably just whatever types of code... All those servers, because... I'm trying to... Th- how to, how I to explain this? So all this CPU, because... And, and processing power, because they're going to process, basically... Essentially, every button mash or whatever that comes through to make sure that code lines up with what they have, and I bet anything out of the ordinary, that's when they look into it.
1: It sets a trigger and it goes and, back yeah. up. Yeah,
0: and there's nope. some kind of you know something that doesn't line up with the whatever the way that that code is supposed to flow.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's that, and two, you're also running code, the code of the game, to the code that's coming in. And comparing the two to see if they match up and align because you have hacks that aren't just button presses that you know are the code reading. Or well, that's what I mean. Yeah, just essentially, I was just kind of getting it as bare bones. So, but I mean, dude, that's a lot of processing power. I'm still like in kind of like, oh my gosh, I like, I want seventeen hundred. What is CPUs. it for? What game? Counter Strike. It seems like I, I'm guessing Counter Strike. I'm am guessing they have quite a bit of cheating going on on that game. I mean, it's a PC. It's the PC version. Counter Strike um,
0: from back in like nineteen ninety
1: five. No, I think I've got a newer version of Counter Strike out. Here, let me pull up the article and give it a little more. Yeah, they they take it to cheaters. Uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive is the full title.
0: Okay, it must be something new. They're, they try to re-release and then it. Yeah. Um, they're about. Yeah, it up. They
1: say they're they're about uh, six hundred thousand five five v five matches every day or so. Dang. So. They haven't. That there's. We bought a server. They bought a server farm. So these are physical servers that contain seventeen hundred CPUs, and they're planning on getting seventeen hundred more. All right. Well, what else you got? That's just wild. Uh, let's see. So, um, a game that I I used to play, or that I played a little bit, was Injustice. Well, Injustice two came out uh, over a year ago, I think now. And now they're finally releasing the Legendary Edition, and there's a trailer on our uh, Facebook page. Go check it out, guys! I just wanted to bring attention to that because I thought it was a pretty cool one. Uh, let's see what else do I got. Um, Far Cry Five just released, so that's something that you know people keep your eye out on. Uh, seems like it's going to be a pretty fun game. Uh, look how it grows. It seems like it's going to be a pretty. It's been getting pretty popular. Um, God of
0: War. It. I saw the advertisement. April twentieth.
1: Yeah, yeah, got Looks a warperson awesome. to come out. Um, something that I want to speak about that we kind of said that it's taboo to talk about again. It's Destiny Two. Hate to bring it back up, but they just dropped an update, and they're trying. They're, they're they're trying to fix it, and you're gonna hear it from us. And hopefully, hopefully one day I'm gonna lay down a Destiny Two quasi-rant. It's just going to be me just going off on it, basically. So, y'all can enjoy that and hear, hear what I have to say about it, since I'm the bigger fan of Destiny out of the two of us, and I still try to attempt to play every once in a while. But they did this update called Go Fast Update. That's what they're calling it. Well, it, of course, as Bungie typically does, they have broken something in it again. So, if you... Or a warlock, and you have your Dawn Blade, and you have—I think it's called Boost Glide, if I'm not mistaken. It's the one where you can double tap, and you kind of get this boost to shoot forward. If you do it in the right pattern, your Boost Glide will actually travel you across the map. You have to go into Dawn Blade and then do the Boost Glide, and it will actually—you tra- can actually travel across the map faster than a sparrow. <laughs> It's insane. I've watched some videos on it. It's crazy That's how fast That's the funnest thing around. in the whole game. They ought to leave that in there. Yeah, so, so it, it it looks like it made it a little fun, and it looks like uh, a lot of things have changed in it that might be a little fun, but they still have. It's just 4v4 for PvP. You still can't select your maps. You still can't select your... Uh, if you wanted to go do the, um, the different strikes, you still have to just hope and pray to RNGesus to get the the strike that you want. you can't go pick them still. So they still have a lot of things they need to fix that they just should have had carry over from destiny one. But, well, you know, we've talked about
0: that ad nauseum from, from exactly. Destiny. If you want to hear more about that, then go to, I think, what was it? Our second episode. Now that second one was the anticipation. Then we played two retro views. So episode five, destiny two, and it's, it doesn't even hide it. It just says destiny two sucks. And then, um, and then we, if you listen to probably the next five episodes,
1: we listen, we just talk about Destiny each time. We just have, yeah, we have a dragon. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I do want to point out that they are trying to do things to it, and that was one of the big things in the news. They're not trying to do things dropped.
0: to it at all. They're not. I'm going to tell you right now, they're trying to make you guys hang in there so they can make more money later. I'm, exactly. se- I'm serious.
1: And oh, if I they're agree. not,
0: if they're not, that would be the biggest 180 for that company to ever, that any company to ever do, uh, because you know they said it every single time. The only thing I'll say about it is every time they release an update, they said, "Oh, we're listening," and this is going to be the one that fixes it. And he, every single time, everybody and everybody had hope, and we kept buying into it and buying into it. Well, I mean, at some point, you got to say, out.
1: "Exactly, you gotta, gotta okay, I don't so believe anyway.
0: you. I don't believe you anymore." Yeah, I mean, see it
1: well. If you go back onto our Facebook page and you look down just a little below the post about the Go Fast update, you see the article that I really enjoyed reading. Excuse me, it was uh, how Destiny is a lagger in in the updates and the patch cycle of modern day games. Modern day games patch it patch a lot faster than destiny does a lot faster than what Bungie does their cycle is they put out updates and everything like that go read that article really good article on that and it shows one of the main issues that they have and just just like what me and hollywood were just saying it's it's just too late destiny's done you know i don't even know if i'll if there's a destiny 3 i don't know if i'll play it i really don't
0: destiny so so, i saw a thing that's destiny is so I mean, seriously. I think it was on like Reddit or something. It was like Destiny's so gone that nobody even talks about Destiny anymore as being gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it really, it really does. I mean, nobody. It's just so long. I think it was at thirty thousand people overall, yeah. all, all three systems or oh, yeah. PC. It's, what is it? Yeah, to the, to the, the three systems. could be
1: three systems. Yeah. Um, let me, well, I mean, well. Don't say that on any of the uh, Facebook pages that are de- de- dedicated to Destiny Two. They'll be like, "Well, then you go leave us then and all that kind no, of stuff." No, that's and fine. Ba- I did, but, and, and they can they can t- enjoy
0: the game. If you're enjoying the game, I have no hate toward anybody that yeah. doesn't hate the game. I'm just saying, I'm you know, it's not this is cannot be the standard for gaming, or or, well, or
1: literally, we're done. And you don't can't play and, games And don't anymore. preach. This is the best game ever. You know, it's not the best game ever. Go play Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's a better game. By far, it's a better game. It's more encapsulating. It has less of a story, and it's more encapsulating and a more encapturing than Destiny Two is, because right. it, it, it could draw you back in. So I'll leave it at that, and we'll we'll leave we'll we'll leave that at that. And I want to leave us a lot of time to talk to talk about turtles. So. um that's all I got for news. It wasn't a whole lot much going on and 2 I've been swamped at work so I haven't been really jumping on much reading news stuff so. All right, cool. Well,
0: so what are we, where do we even start with Ninja Turtles? So this is if you were a kid in the 80s and 90s then you knew about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So it was a car, obviously it was so it was a comic book first and then it turned into a cartoon. I never read the comic books. The comic books were dark, they're violent, they're Uh, you know, it's not like the cartoon that we all, the Saturday morning cartoon, you know, it came with the fun Ninja Turtles and this kind of stuff. The funny, uh, bad guys and just goofball bad guys and the cool Ninja Turtles, the good guys, kicking butt. So, and then inevitably, the video games came after. And, uh, the one that pops in everybody's mind, so obviously if you played Nintendo, the first one pops into your mind that uh, the side scroller that you could pick the four turtles had nothing to do with the, with the um, cartoon, right? It's just so it threw everybody off. but before the, but, but there's also the well case, okay, let 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 me just keep it there. So we'll uh, talk about the NES one first. So the NES one, the very first one, everybody was super stoked about it. Because it's a fun-loving cartoon And then you get the game And I think you showed me this one I don't know if you showed me this one Or it's just something I played at my cousin's house at Randy's He had a bunch of games
1: Uh, He had all the games
0: (laughs) And uh, so this one is a side-scroller one right? So you can pick from all four turtles at any time Which is very unique for uh, the time Uh, You can just switch through the characters They all had, you know, Donatello had the longbow, of course Raphael had the little bitty uh, side that just twisted. He was a little bit faster uh, with his weapon strikes. But none of the enemies from the cartoon were... I mean, there was a few. You had Bebop and Rocksteady and Shredder, and that's pretty much it. I think there was some Mm -hmm. Mousers you had to kill. Yeah, the
1: the Mousers were kind of interesting for the way they looked on the game versus from from the show.
0: And so... I just, I'm laughing right now because I went back and watched it again. This is If you haven't, if you have not uh, seen it, go back and watch Angry Video Game Nerds um, review. I so uh, watch that. Oh my gosh, you got to watch that so bad. So it is not family friendly at all. In fact, it's, uh, I don't even know how to say raunchy maybe because <laughs> it's just like so, I wish I had a better vocabulary to describe this show. Uh, the I'll, show I'll, itself I'll, is good, but it's just constant. I, I will say it's Language distasteful towards yeah.
1: Ninja Turtles. But <laughs> I'm a Ninja Turtles fan, so I can say that in humor and in disgust at the same point in time.
0: Well, it's not. It's not like distasteful towards oh, Ninja Turtles. I, I know. You know what I mean. But it's so he. So what this guy did, he did a Castlevania two uh, video for his friends, his very first thing. Well, then he did a Ninja Turtle one. He had. A, he's a film school guy. He's like our age. Uh, his name's James Roth, but he did uh he did that and um, it's like. The Ninja Turtle one that he released went viral. I mean, it's got like 4 million views and stuff. This was back, though, in like 2004 or something. So this guy's been in the game for a long time. Now his, show, now his uh, videos are more production value and stuff. And So I don't want to get off topic too much, but let me just explain. So Ninja Turtles, so he talks about all the, the quirky things in Ninja Turtles that you remember as a kid. Okay, the flaming guy. Like, where's that in the cartoon? You know, he talks about <laughs> that. <laughs> where's, you know, I don't remember flame guy and then flying eyeball head and, um, and these types of things. But uh, they do a weird, like, the one, the one part that we always got stuck on as a kid was when you had to get into the, the turtle van. Everybody's like, oh, we're in the turtle van finally. And you're driving around and you got to get missiles to get past a barrier. So you have to find the missiles and you can go in these different houses. So you go into the houses. And there's a one house that's your first the house. I think it's the only one you the, you have to get the missiles. You have that little bitty gap, that's like one block, and it's just so high up to the ceiling. You, it's so hard to jump over, that it's almost impossible. And you know, back then it was nothing to just turn off a game. Okay, well we'll get it later, or we, we'll figure it out later. We gotta ask around at school. or Maybe Nintendo Power has something about it. You didn't matter about turning off a game or not finishing it like today. Today you buy a game you you expect to play the whole game. We not back then it is, you know, I got the level four. That was it. You know, I got the level two or whatever. So it was nothing to turn it off. Anyway, we couldn't figure it out. You try to jump from the ground up, you gotta go, you know, you know what however to get above that on the side scroll apart to get over that hump or, or excuse me, over that little bitty gap. And then you find out that you can just walk over it. <sighs>
1: You remember that? Yes,
0: I remember that. Now that you they can just so walk, over, walk over, it.
1: over. it. Yes, I remember. And that. so,
0: oh my gosh! And so yes. the point is, is why? So he makes a big deal out of it in the show, you know, and in it's in YouTube well, thing,
1: dude. We and made it's a like, big
0: deal about it. because well, was. no, I'm talking about the, with YouTube. Oh well, yeah, of course. But well, the, we were uh, the show, <laughs> well, I'm talking about the show. Yeah, you know, makes it like he's getting frustrated and all this, and then after you just like. He, the show used to kind of reflect your emotions as a gamer, you know, as when you played it as a kid and he's bringing all that back. Well, anyway, that just shows you what type of game it is. Why would they do that? Why would they do that to make it where you just walk over it just to irritate kids? And then they'd put a pizza out there. I remember one, there's so many times. So, so if you fell down, if you fell through the hole, all the enemies respawned. There is a pizza at the end of that hallway. That does not respawn, just the uh, the enemies, and then, um, you know, then they'd have pizzas like in a gap or somewhere to where you have to. It's it's a hard. There's no enemies or anything. It's just a hard jump. In fact, they implemented the bad controls into the game, just to frustrate you. Like how you can't get this pizza without a pixel perfect jump, and you can do it as many times as you want. It's like why would you do that? Why would you make a game like that? But that's what the kind of game it was. It's just kind of brutal for the sake of being brutal. It's just so funny.
1: Well, something something that gets me is because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the box art. You know what's yeah. wrong with the box art. What's that? Everybody's Raphael. No, I knew you were going to say that, but that's
0: not wrong. It you know is what? wrong.
1: Everybody's got no. red. It's that's what they right.
0: had in the comics.
1: I don't care about the comics. (laughs) It's all about the cartoon.
0: So anyway, yes, it was all about the cartoon to us, but, you know, that's, but they tried to do it off the comics, but, but yeah, the game was just, it was made by Konami or Ultra, which is just another Konami. They just called themselves Ultra. Mm. Uh, But, so, one thing that everybody remembers about this, about this regular Nintendo, I always say regular Nintendo, this NES game, is the swimming stage. That's where if you got that's, you had to beat the swimming stage, I think. Don't quote me on this. I'm coming off straight off, purely off memory. You had to finish the swimming stage to get the turtle van. I'm, I'm most positive. So, but the swimming stage had that pink algae stuff hanging down. You remember, to where mm-hmm. it's electrifying you if you swim into it. and You had to dis- disarm the bombs, and that was hard, man, for kids. And so a lot of people never got past that one, but I remember I, I got past it once, and then that's when you get the, I think pretty sure that's when you get the uh, the turtle van with the, with the missiles. That's get so there.
1: frustrating. That was so frustrating.
0: Because you're naturally in a hurry, because you're, you're timed, and you're trying to, you're floating around, kind of floaty controls as you're swimming and stuff, and you get all the way down, and then you have to, of your energy, and then you have to switch Ninja Turtles, to get a higher energy one. So by the time you finish that swim stage, all of your guys, are, if they're alive, they barely got any energy, and you got to find pizzas to give them more. You can, you find a good a whole pizza will give you a whole life. Half pizza, half life, and so on. A slice is a, a little bit, but um, you would uh, switch turtles that needed it the most, and that's where you who you would give the pizza to. Which you could switch them the fly. If one of them died, you could you could somehow free them.
1: Now, yeah, I was going to say they did, actually didn't die; they got captured. Yeah, they got captured, and you could free them somehow. After stage three, like once, you, well, beginning at stage three, after you did the swimming part, you could okay. start rescuing. Oh, they'd be them. in different houses and stuff. I think I remember that. Yeah, you could start rescuing after you did. After you got past the swimming, swimming yeah. part, because that was stage two was the swimming.
0: So this one is one of the NES games that I'm going to have to go back. And uh, finish the platforming. Like I said, was hard. The at one point you get a rope so you can jump across the roo- roofs, and you had to again, you had to hit it just perfect to where your guy would throw the rope. You know, and if it's just, you had to wait. For, sometimes you'd try to jump over a gap, but you have to wait for the TV to catch up, or you'd fall. And If you fall, you got to start. You just drop you off in
1: the street somewhere. Well, you said you said it best earlier. Is the controls were horrible for this game. You know, and you're playing on the Nintendo. You just got up, down, left, right, A, B. Come on, guys! How you, how can you make that terrible? And it was just it was terrible controls, but it was so much fun too. We played it. I, I can't tell you how many countless hours we played it.
0: Oh yeah, we played it, and then, and this is the one that I've not finished ever finished, but I did go back and play it recently. Recently being within the last year or two, and uh, I think I got further than I've ever gotten, which was to uh, what was his name, Metalhead. Uh, He's a metal, so he was in the, he was actually in the, in the cartoon Metalhead and, uh, man, he destroyed me. He was tough and, uh, I couldn't get past him, but that's, I think that's to save Splinter.
1: I think so too. That's pretty far into it. I don't think I ever got past, I know that I never got past Metalhead. Well, we never, I never saw him, uh, besides like on
0: YouTube or something, but the, the farthest we got was to the, to the top of the roofs. I remember. Yep. But anyway, um, that one I'm gonna have to go back and try to the USB I got Retro USB or anything that you got that you can put a Game Genie code in and try to see if there's anything for it because <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like that Game are gonna Genie. do. It. Oh yeah, I got it. yeah, the Game g- Genie. And so that one, yeah, the Retro USB has a Game Genie built into it, so you can look up online and some of, some of the codes that already they're already programmed into it. It's pretty yeah. cool.
1: I'm pretty sure if you get a Retro Pro, it has that as well. So
0: yeah, so I, but so they might not have anything like if it's just like you know. If you, I don't know it's gotta be something with uh your health not going down. It's probably but, stuff like unlimited rope or unlimited missiles and stuff like that nobody cares
1: about exactly but you so you bring up something that's interesting that we always talk about. It seems like back in the day they made games with that fun factor and that hardness to it that they don't do nowadays. Like they just give you everything. And I just want to point that out because we're talking about another game that neither one of us, I know that neither one of us beat back in the day that we're both wanting to go back and play again. Cause we still have the fun factors, not just this nostalgia. It was a fun game, even though the controls were terrible and they don't do that nowadays. I wish we had games more like from when we were growing up nowadays.
0: Well, you know, they got the Mega Man Nine and Ten, which came out. You know, I don't know. I guess it's been. I guess it's been ten years. Wow, I don't know what exact year they came out, but they came out on Xbox Three Sixty, Xbox Live. But uh, you know, you can go back and play those, and it's the first time. Um, with Mega Man 11's coming out, so I'm su- sure it'll be like that. But see, you got to understand too. Back in the day, that's the way the games were designed for the arcades to chew up quarters. So then they released them on the NES, and you didn't really know how hard to make it. I guess the challenge was a good thing, but I'm with you. I like the challenge of it. I like as long as it's fun and it's honest challenge, and not exactly cheap control or whatever.
1: Then it's a not an ET, not an ET, not, not an ET on the Atari kind well, of thing. Well, Atari, <laughs> Atari. So I never talk about Atari. I hate
0: Atari. I think it's. Uh, I think you know Atari was the reason it failed because of all the garbage games that. Flew out the show, off the shelves. Nobody knew what it's good, and everybody. And that's the first experience of video games, and they just go, "Huh, eh, video games aren't that fun. And then they stop playing it. I mean, that's exactly what happened. It wasn't E.T., E.T. just broke the camel's back. I mean, it was just all like that. It was the final um, thing, yeah. So, but, uh, so, but then they started evolving you know, to where we have now, to where it's this big experience, almost like a movie, where you go to the movie, you're not going to yeah. say, oh, I've it got too hard to understand, I guess I can leave now. You know, you're know, you going to watch the whole hour and a half or whatever. But this is a whole other topic. But that's, a, that's an interesting uh, subject to, to bring up, our study to do on uh, the history of video games, which is out there. You can go look at any several books about that kind of stuff, or how Nintendo took over the world, or the story of Nintendo. There's a bunch of stuff like that. So, uh, but th- yeah, that, that game there, I'm sure a lot of people remember that one and it, it was a big letdown at first when you first played it because you thought it was going to be like the arcade game, which we're going to get out into in a second. Uh, but it, it, you know, but overall, yeah, it is a classic. Everybody remembers it and everybody still plays it. And I, you know, I need to go I, I, after reviewing it for this, um, for this podcast, it makes me want to go back and play it again and see if I can, so see much. if I can finish yes. it.
1: I'm gonna bust out. I've got a I've got a Raspberry Pi 3 that I'm fixing to make a Retro Pi Machine. I'm just gonna do it. That way I can start playing these games over. Alright, so
0: the next one. So this, this game came out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Okay, so this was at Walmart, Pizza Hut, wherever. This was the age of the beat 'em up. In the arcade, the four-player beat-em-up, and they had The Simpsons out for stuff. It's the same type of game. There's a bunch of games like this. Ninja Turtles, Simpsons. Uh, The big one was X-Men. I believe that one had six people could play simultaneously, and it's awesome. And, uh, you know, you just put your quarter in, you play till you die, and then you drop another quarter in and keep on going. It's a great thing for kids. You order your pizza. You're waiting for it to be ready, so you run over there to the... uh, arcade and you play and you come back and eat and while you're eating you're talking about hey this time i'm gonna get michelangelo when we get to this part you know you're developing a strategy you know and all this kind of stuff that's how you get your little inner strategist coming out when you're just a 10 years old or whatever figuring this stuff out but um that was a lot of fun a lot of fun memories for that one i particularly remember it at walmart though you, you to have that pizza hut <laughs> well when you went to walmart there's like a little breezeway that you had to go into, and it was like glass, and it had all the arcades in there. And one of them, I was remember a, that one. One of them was that Ninja Turtles. Man, that was crazy. It's a love. Can I play this game for a little bit? You know, can can I play? It? I don't have any money, and find a dollar. Like, oh my
1: gosh, it's awesome. Oh, we're set they're set just sitting we're... there waiting on you. Well, it was a quarter a piece back then, so yeah, I just it's remember five cents. Yeah, I remember it from pizza because I remember just like you said, ordering a pizza and wait for it, especially for us because back then. We couldn't go... You know, we could call an order, but we always had to go pick it up because we didn't have delivery yeah, back they then. Didn't, they didn't deliver,
0: in and
1: so you had to go to Pizza to pick up your pizza. I think they tried it for
0: like two weeks one time. Oh, yeah, it, so it was so terrible. It was so terrible. They terrible. They oh, died, yeah, they they, they, just, they they
1: just they they just they, they cut it out. And I think to this day they still don't deliver. So they don't. It's, it's, no, it's just don't. wild. You have to go pick up your pizza. And they're still in business, and Domino's is not. Oh, they're <laughs> rocking forest. it. Yeah, but Domino's is gone. Domino's got yeah. blown out of the water. And they delivered. We, we even have a little caesars now and i think it's fixing to you know start going so down just again look at the too. pizza hut model and not deliver <laughs> <laughs> but, but i remember I remember, I remember going into pizza hut you know after mom, mom would call in a pizza and we'd go there and our pizza hut was terrible it, it every once in a while you get a good pizza from it but it was mainly terrible they had shrimp and, pizza though Working on <laughs> shrimp pizza nowadays. You can't. I've never <laughs> yeah. seen it. They, they
0: have it. I think, but they still have it. When they I go back, do. I'm going to ask for a shrimp pizza. It's not on the menu. You just say, can I get shrimp pizza? Yeah. yeah no problem.
1: I'd probably go. That. Hey, the funny <laughs> thing is, is little... they got a grocery store right behind them, so they probably go to Val's and get the get the shrimp to throw it on there. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but you would go in and, and you would say, hey, I'm here to pick up my pizza. Oh, it's 20 more minutes. And Now, granted, you called this 30 minutes ago or more. And you still got to go in there and wait on your pizza for about twenty minutes. So my mom would just hand me a handful of quarters and she said, "Here, have fun. I'm gonna go to the stores back here real quick and do a little shopping." And so she would always shop while I sat there and played the video game. So I remember playing it all the time at the at the Pizza Hut. And two, they had the it's one of the few Pizza Huts that had the Pizza Hut buffet. And so <laughs> I would go and I loved pizza back in the day. I still like pizza too but I loved pizza back in the day. I'd go and I'd eat two slices of pizza. This is the only time I'd eat two slices of pizza is when I'd go th- go there. I'd eat just two slices of pizza and then say, hey mom, can I go play Ninja Turtles now? I can't tell you how much time I spent on that Ninja Turtle arcade at Pizza Hut. It's just wild.
0: Yeah, I remember that Tuesday nights we were in middle school before anybody had a driver's license. That's where you go because it was like a $5 mm-hmm. personal pan pizza and all this kind of stuff and all the cool kids would show up and try to you know make fun of each other and stuff oh, <laughs> that's yeah. just all you did and then uh you know I, tuesday night dude, who's going to you going to pizza hut tuesday night You know, eighth grade it was always the same people um i think i went once or twice but that's it was all right but um so the point is there was a nintendo or there was an arcade game out that was so much fun, beat them up. And the, you remember the arcades back then, the graphics were light years beyond anything the NES could do, or Sega for that matter. And um, when there was news on the street about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game coming out for the NES, everybody went nuts over it. Oh, I can't wait to get it. And the first person that I remember that had it was the Iceman uh, he had it and he came to spend the night and brought it over and I started playing it. And I remember being like kind of disappointed because it didn't look like the arcade, you know, and cause we didn't know anything about you no know, eight bit and all this, as far as we knew, it's a game system. It's going to make it just like it. And, but you know, it could not, obviously it's eight bit. So, but you know, that, it was still a fun game. I mean, it's, it's actually like a $20 game now. And uh, that's saying something for those old games that are. That was a one that sold a lot. And but the only th- kind of thing is kind of the, similar to the uh, part three that we're going to talk about next is like there's really like one move to do, and it's just the A and B at the same time, and he jumps and does their, you know, whoosh, where they just jump and throw their weapon out and. It kills everything in one hit, and you just kept doing that. That's all you did the whole game until you got to the bosses. And the bosses, you had a jump kick, and if you did that strategy, you'll finish the game. But that one had, you know, if you played that the first boss, you know, you got Rocksteady, Bebop, um, I th- who else did you have in that one? Rocksteady, Bebop. You had the uh, the Rock Command, you know, the Rock yeah. guys from Dimension X. Both of them. Yeah. You had Crane in there. Well, you had to, Shredder, you had, of course.
1: You had uh, two different ones from the uh, the actual arcade that was added into the uh, Nintendo version uh, Tora, Dog Like Blizzard Beast, the one that you play in, in the snowboard, and then Shogun, the Robotic Samurai. So, I mean, you had these two new ones that you even got on top of it. So, so so, so that was two extra, extra, extra in there. Of course, Bebop and Rocksteady, you got Baxter Stockman. And just all kinds, of, you know. It, it was just so much fun. Oh yeah, remember and, Baxter? And we and you can buy the uh, arcade version, the actual port on
0: Xbox 360, probably on Xbox Live on Xbox One now.
1: So, I th- think that now I know why the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game was in Pizza Huts all over the world because the, the NES, NES they version. Sponsored it. The NES version had a Pizza Hut logo's on it, and on the rear cover of the box, provided a coupon for one free personal pan pizza at the restaurant. <laughs> and the coupon, yeah. disp- and the coupon expired December thirty first, in nineteen ninety one. So you had to use oh. it by then. But I thought that was—I just read that, and I was like, "Wow, I never, I never knew that," and I never put two to two together. But well, yeah, because you know, Nintendo didn't want all that sponsorship stuff, or you know, they—they they were
0: kind of, they're. Um, Censorship was really, you know, they had a really strong censorship, and I was watching a review on this one, of course, too, for this, and saw a Pizza Hut signs in the back of the snowboard. As a matter of fact, that you're talking about, where you're killing the uh, snowmen yeah. and it has a Pizza Hut sign there. But um, yeah, that one was uh that one's still a lot of fun. One of the things that they do in that one that a lot of fighting beat ups don't do this one was a straight-up beat-em-up if just in case you have never played it uh, instead of just a side scrolling going through the sewers top down almost not a strategy game but for as the NES one was the first one uh this one is just a straight up beat up and um it kept up with the number of foot soldiers that you killed and so do you remember how many men you had to kill to get an extra turtle I think I remember this correctly. Do you remember?
1: Was it 100?
0: I st- I think it's 200. I'm pretty sure it's 200. But uh, you, it may be 100. But I'm pretty sure it's 200. It's 200, and then you get an extra turtle because there's a lot of them on there. But anyway, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But you, like I said, you just do the A and B, and then the jump jump kicks for yeah. the uh, Ninja Turtle the arcade game.
1: And they got the cover, the box art cover right. They're all they got the different color bandanas. <laughs> so,
0: yep, yeah. and so, uh, so that so everybody kind of knew that one was coming out. Everybody wanted it. and That was a big seller, and it was a lot of fun. And that's kind of the one you spend the night with your bro, and then uh, you know you play that one. Now, this next one though, Ninja Turtles Three, is very very similar setup to the uh, arcade game. It was not an arcade port, but this one's called the Manhattan Project, and this one came out in '92. Oh, yes. This is after the. After the Super Nintendo came out, and then two months, and this one was pretty much forgotten or never played. If you've not played it, you're not alone. Not, not a lot of people even know about this game. But there's actually a third one called the Manhattan Project, and it's a lot of fun. I like this one more than the arcade game. Uh, two I months after
1: getting that one,
0: yeah, two months after this came out, the Turtles in Time came out. So that's why it's, and, and like I said, Super NES was already out. So this one is pretty much forgotten. And you showed this one to me. Uh, you said, hey, there's a, a third Ninja Turtle game on the NES. So I was like, okay. And you said, come come check it out. Or, or you probably just called me. Like, he hey, dude, come check this out. I got a new game. What is it? No, just come, just come check it out. <laughs> I remember and that I was like, all okay. the time. I couldn't wait Crappy No, it's like, I can't wait to see what it's going to be. You know, or if you, sometimes if it's real good like that, you would just say Ninja Turtles. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. But in this one, I think you just said, yeah, who knows what you said. But it, it wouldn't surprise me. If, you know, knowing what I know, you probably just like, no, just come check it out. So then I go over there and it's the same kind of scenario that we we're talking about when I was talking about Shatterhands on the last uh, episode to where it was an NES game. So you're like, man, there's a Super Nintendo now. This is an old NES game, but it was just so much fun. We played it through the entire time. And it's, a, it's kind of difficult to play through um, nowadays. And I, I, I own this one as well. And tried to go back and play through it just to get all the bosses and stuff. Man, I think I got to, like, level three or something, and I was done. But this one has the same type of mechanic. Game. Huh? I remember it being a
1: tough game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, But this one this one has the same type of mechanic as far as uh, you your jump and punch or kick or whatever, but each Ninja Turtle has a special move. Like, Michelangelo did like, a jump-kick handstand. I think it was uh, Raphael that does, like, a, a bullet where he kind of torpedoes head first where, you know, spinning in the air and uh, Leonardo does his twirl with the, um, with the uh, katanas out and then Donatello balls up and spins. I can't believe I remember that. I know, I can't really remember either. I saw oh. some of it on uh, YouTube, but uh, I can't remember I remember it on the spot. But then if you push down and B, they would, Use their weapons and, and just kind of flip the enemy over the top of their head and kill them in one hit. And that was the new A and B at the same time, was the down and, and B for that flip. And you don't get as many points by doing that. So it's harder to get new new Ninja Turtles, but that's all you have to do is just do that one. And, I, and I, like I said, I, I, I couldn't get, I did all I did was that, and I still couldn't get past three. So this, this well, is the, uh,
1: Well, the kicker on doing, if you did the special, the A and B simultaneously, it took a portion of your life every time, your health bar. And yeah. it would take it down because you had it had little notches on your health bar, and you would lose a not you would lose a notch every time you did it, unless you're on the last notch of your health bar. So that means you either have to be find you have to find your health you have to find health regen all the time, or just never use it. I don't think I don't remember using it much. I think I used the down and B all the time because it was something that killed them quick and I didn't have to lose health.
0: Yeah, this is a mechanic that was in a lot of these old school beat' ups to where if you push a and B it's like a super move but the cost was that it took some of your life away final fight did it um, you know they all they all kind of used that mechanic back then but it, it's just kind of weird you're in the middle of a fight and you're getting beat on so you have to make a tactical decision am I going to lose more life by trying to fight out of this or do I just use my special move and I didn't I didn't I'm the same way I, nobody wants to use that special move I and mean, it takes my life away. Why would I want to voluntarily, essentially, get beat up to kill this guy when I can take a chance of that not getting hit and, and still killing the same way, you know? So it's a weird thing. That mechanic, and then they had another mechanic in this game that I don't know why people use, but you had uh, one player, two player A, and two player B. And two player B was just a standard two player. And two player A was where you could damage each other. You know, like, why would, who who wants to play like that? (laughs) Nobody wants to be able to beat, unless it's just for fun, like comics, comical, you know, or hey, let's fight while we're doing this. Or if you get on my nerves, I want to be able to hit you. (laughs) Ha ha. But, you know, if you're trying to finish the game, there's no point
1: in doing it. It's not a better ending or anything. So, something that's interesting about this game, if you go look up the box art of it, there is a what well, they called them Triceratons. That was a race of creatures that came from the dimension that Krang opened up the dimensional portal and brought all kinds of stuff over. But there is no Triceraton in this game at all. So that thought that was interesting to see that. So your um your, your bosses in this game in include Dirtbag, Groundchuck, Slash Leatherhead. You have Shredder and Crane, Bebop and Rocksteady, Toka and Rezar from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, and Super Shredder. And he's the final when boss.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the movie Toka and Rezar are from. Yeah. Um Yeah, so they had a. they have Super Shredder in this one, or just yeah, yeah, Shredder. So
1: Super Shredder was the final boss.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I had to go back and look on YouTube to see the final bosses. because, Like I said, this was late, way late into the NES's life cycle. And um, I don't remember the bosses on this one. And most of all the stuff I talk about on this show is straight off the top of my head, and I don't remember this one really well. Uh, but now, you got anything else to add about the NES ones? Nah. I just wanted to kind of breeze through them. And now we come to the Mac Daddy... Ninja Turtle Fighter beat up of all time. Uh, by the way, there was another... Ten- so sorry if we don't come to that yet. <laughs> there was another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on NES, and it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. That came out in, like, 94. That's a really hard, really rare and expensive game now, but that's just a fighting game. It's one of the very few fighting games on the NES. So just kind of for your information out there.
1: I- I don't ever remember playing it back in the day. I played. I didn't it, play it either. I played it later because I had friends that had um, emulators and stuff like that, and they were like, "Check out this game that I found." And uh, I learned I learned about it through that, but I never played it and owned the game. So if you have the game, you got you a nice item in your collection. So the Super Nintendo Entertainment System,
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Four Turtles in Time. A perfect arcade port, and I was watching a review about it before this, and the guy even said, which I agree with, is this game overhyped? He says no. Even if you have that hypeness factor going into it, you will be blown away by this game. This game was phenomenal, and it's another one that you showed me, and this one you probably were like, hey, man, come check this game out. It's on Super Nintendo. Well, what is it? Nah, dude, just come check it out. So then I'm running over there. <laughs> oh, I can't. Okay, hold on. Get dressed, and I like literally sprint over. He lived right across the street, so but at a, kind of an angle, so I had to do, just I'd run over and knock on the door. And you probably your mom would probably come to the door. He's in the back, you know. Wouldn't even come to you. Wouldn't even come to the door. Well,
1: well, sometimes you just came to because my, oh, my I just came way, in. Yeah, the way. Yeah, sometimes you just bust up in the house. Oh yeah, you had your own door. I had my own door to the outside in my bedroom. And so I'd hear this tap at my door, and then I was like, oh, that's Marcus. Open up the door. Come on, buddy, because my TV was right there by the door. So just come in, hop down, and sit there and watch it. <laughs> and so we played this one, and
0: I mean, I, you know, I really remember this feeling of this is not, how is this even possible? Is this game real right now? Because it was a better than arcade port than the one the arcade game. It really was. And it kept going. It never ended. It was unbelievable. Um, and, you know, you pick your, they're all, it's a, you don't have to do it. There's no special move that, you know, you do all the time. Like we just talked about in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and 3 on the NES. You can go, you, you push Y, you know, and you're throwing punches. You I think you had a... a I can't remember if you had a special move. All those standard moves were in there, but you didn't have to use them every time. And one of the cool things, you could, you know, you run and charge, hit the uh, the uh, foot soldiers, like foot soldiers and all that, but you hit them and you flip them over and they blow up and you can flop them around like a ragdoll. You can actually throw them at the screen. And, uh, you know, like you throw them at your screen, at you, the player. And they even instituted that mechanic. The first Shredder battle, was like, Shredder was like, Maybe the first boss was Baxter Stockman. Then I think you went to like bebop and rocksteady. And no, you didn't go to bebop and rocksteady. Baxter Stockman. But it's like, real soon into the game you go to Shredder. And uh, and once you get to Shredder, that's when you start throwing the throwing the bet the uh, foot soldiers into the screen. And that was part of the mechanic for that very first boss fight, which was all or one of the one of the first boss fights, which was awesome. And the foot soldiers looked like foot soldiers. I mean, the sewers, you, you know, they were, all the enemies were straight from the cartoons. It even had the fun wackiness that the old Saturday morning cartoons had. And once you kill Shredder, Crane come or Shredder throws you into this dimension portal, dimensional portal that you go back in time Then you fight Slash, Leatherhead, and you're kind of going through all this, the caveman Um the uh, Wild West, and, you know. Then you, I think you go to space and the future, and I mean it's just crazy. It just keeps on going. It's awesome. It, this was actually also an arcade game. I didn't realize that, but it was an arcade game too. I never yeah. played it. or have never seen it either. Anyway,
1: I'd seen the I'd seen the arcade a couple of times in Jackson. Uh, very, it was rare. It was actually kind of rare in Jackson, but I did see it a few times. And there were some differences between the arcade and the SNES version. But for us, it didn't make any difference because we didn't play the arcade. Um, uh, They actually had Pizza Power song throughout the uh, title theme on the arcade, and they took that out and did an instrumental version of the cartoon theme song for the SNES version. And then also, too, um, there was uh, stages added for... That's something that I liked whenever things got ported from arcade over. Things got added in. You got more stuff. So like several, several uh, enemies were changed uh, from the arcade. If you if you remember the arcade, that's awesome. You know, t- tell us about it. I'd like to hear about your experiences with the arcade because most of our experience, well, pretty much all of our experiences, are with the SNES version. But you had Slash, who replaced a guy called Cement Man. I don't remember Cement Man at all. Um, Rat King was there. Battle Tank Shredder, the duo of Bebop and Rocksteady replaced Toka and Razor, and um in a board, but Toka and Rezar were moved into another area, were moved into the new Technodrome level that was added for the SNES version, and, um, it also replaced the final boss, I forgot what the final boss was in the, let's see, hold on, am sure I'm saying this right, uh, the game also replaces the final boss with Super Shredder, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to The Secret of the Ooze. If you go look on our Instagram, I've got a picture of the Super Shredder toy that I actually got in Chattanooga. I actually, if you go in my toy box at home in Forest, I actually have a copy of him, but he's all tore up and everything. And when I walked into this toy store, I found him. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to pay the money for this guy to get him. And I'm so happy to have him. But it's... It's really cool to see that and to see that they incorporated so much from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movie into these games because this is covering several games now that Super Shredder uh, and them have been in there. Bebop and Rocksteady are classic, which they actually weren't in any of the two the uh, three original movies. There were hints at them, but never them actually in there. Toka and razor were more of the Bebop and Rocksteady in the movies, but they never... You know, acted like Bebop and Rocksteady from the from the show, and now if you go watch the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, the second one actually has Bebop and Rocksteady in it now, which was kind of neat to see them come into it and actually be the Rhino and Warthog, and that that was a lot of fun seeing that. But yeah, you know, that's there's so much, there's so many memories. I don't know where to go. I'm so scatterbrained talking about this because I'm so pumped up about this. This is. Uh, you, you you can ask Hollywood. I was ten, teenage mutant ninja turtles freak. I mean, it's just all the stuff that I have. I mean, I've got the technodrome. I got all kinds of random toys. I mean, there's a bike that turns into a glider that I have. I mean, you you, you can ask Hollywood. I've just got a ridiculous amount of teenage mutant ninja turtles stuff. So, you know who played uh, Super Shredder in the movie? Yes, I do know uh, who. Kevin Nash. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> He was you, at uh, the, the Diesel, you Kevin were, Nash. Kevin Nash was Diesel in WWE, and he was Kevin Nash in WCW as the Outsiders and beginning of the NWO. You just asked a WWE and Ninja Turtles fanatic who Super Shredder was. You gotta know so, who that is. <laughs> he was at the
0: Comic-Con here in Panama City uh, Beach. They have a little oh, Comic-Con cool. now. Him and Hacksaw, Jim D- Duggins. And I went the second day where nobody, hardly anybody was there. Yeah. So I could talk to everybody. And I talked to Hacksaw for, a, you know, a good 10 minutes or so. And, uh, well, he was really cool. And, uh, Hacksaw's like, a cool guy. He's like, you watch the shows back in the day? And I was like, yeah, I did. I, I watched it more, you know, with uh, Hogan and everything. I said, I'm a, I'm a pretty big Hogan fan. I liked, you know, his even his shows. um, Hogan knows best. I, you know, I like those. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I said, did uh, is that how he is? Or he said, well, a lot of a lot of guys didn't like him. I liked him, so I, I guess a lot of the wrestlers didn't like Hogan, yeah. which is kind of different. I would think they did like him. And he said, uh, I said, is that how he is in um, real life, or is that just for the show? And he's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of for the show, but uh, you know, he's pretty much, you know, he didn't want to say that's not how he is, but um. He wanted to take up for Hogan, but uh, I like him. I actually read Hogan's book too; it's pretty cool. His side of the story for his whole his divorce and everything, but and his whole career as he became a wrestler and stuff. But um, but Kevin Nash, I stood beside the dude waiting to talk to him, and he's talking to some woman about business or something, and he never even looked over there. Nobody else was in there, so I was like, man, this dude's kind of being a, a punk. So I didn't even want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> he's coming back too, and I, didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to talk to him so i don't know he's he's just busy i didn't try to get his attention but i did meet one of the uh another guy it was like the i don't know if he was the green power ranger or what <laughs> one of the power rangers young kid uh he was super cool though man and he's just talking he's like hey uh i had jacob with him, my little son he's like you yeah. You let him watch uh, Power Rangers or anything, and I was like, "Nah, man, we let him watch Ninja Turtles a little too early, and he started till he started beating on all the kids at school. And like, had to, like, <laughs> to take, it, take it away from him. And so he did. I mean, don't let your kids watch Ninja Turtles or anything, you know, before a certain age, because <laughs> they 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 start fighting.
1: So, so since, since you questioned my Ninja Turtle knowledge okay. of who Super Shredder is, I've got one for you. <clears throat> Good. Do you know in the cart? Do you know who in the cartoon? Was the voice of Shredder? Oh, I thought it was going to be a hard one. The actor. Oh, the actor. The actor hmm. that does the act that does the voice of Shredder in the cartoon. Do you know who it is? Well, I keep thinking
0: of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It keeps popping in my mind. And I'm going to go ahead and say these, uh, Uncle Phil, James Avery. You're correct. It's James <laughs> yeah. Avery. Uncle
1: Phil does that voice. Yeah, that's crazy, uh, When I found that out, I was like, oh my gosh, we got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Ninja Turtles, you know, two of my favorite shows. <laughs> All we got major connections in there.
0: So, yeah, it, it, that was always a big thing for us, man. The, the movie came out. It was great. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 came out. The movie was awesome. They got Token Razor introduced, but... And like, oh, they're gonna do a Ninja Turtles three. You're like, what? They're gonna who? They're gonna have you know, it's your kid. You're like, oh, they're gonna put in Rat King. Who's gonna be the villain? Is it gonna be? They hadn't done a Bebop and Rocksteady yet. That's gonna have to be on there. Blah blah blah. And you get these st- people that nobody's ever heard of. So like, go back in time. Anyway, we, that's not. This is not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three the movie review. But that is a terrible, terrible <laughs> excuse for a Ninja Turtle movie, and it flopped yeah. terribly. And it's probably one of the worst movies ever made. As far as <laughs> as far as story, what it could have been. Obviously, the production
1: value is okay, but it could have been so much more than what it was. Yeah, yeah the time traveling classic thing. I mean, just oh, so man the the villain of
0: Ninja Turtles uh, one, I believe, and I can't remember his name. Not Shredder, but Shredder's henchman. Uh, the, the second in command guy, he was in the command of all the foot soldiers. He's actually in the, the Sega Genesis Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, arcade kind of knockoff. It's called Hyperstone Heist. He's actually in that one, so that's kind of a weird thing. That one random guy from the movie, Tut, Tutsu or something like that. He's, oh, yeah, in tutsu, the, he's just yeah. a normal guy, yeah, he, but he's uh, he's in the Hyperstone Heist. And I never played Hyperstone Heist. I actually did play it on a PSP on an emulator, but, um, you know, it's got the Sega sound, which is not super good. Uh, the color palette, I like the way the game looks, so it looks really good. But uh, its if you got a Sega, it's definitely worth the play. If uh, for—if you want a good beat-em-up and you like Ninja Turtles or just want a good arcade-slash-good party game, uh, that's definitely a good one uh, for Sega. But, you know, I never played that one. Not quite as good as uh, Turtles in Time, but...
1: So, you know it's it, you know this whole thing and this whole joke that's been going on about me asking questions. I have to ask you another trivia question on Ninja oh, Turtles. I like
0: trivia. I just love to
1: it. See, just to see if you can do this one, and it's going to okay. be about the new movie, about not the newest one, but the first new one, the first redo okay. of Ninja Turtles. Do you know who was the voice actor for Leonardo in the 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 first movie of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? That's movies have just been going on these past couple of years that's a good question
0: and i know i know who it is but let me think did, and it's not
1: somebody it? you would think that's what it was it was random when they did this oh who is it i know i know this he's he's a famous person yeah i know i know who this is oh my gosh
0: i know who i know who this is oh did i stump him I remember- did i stump him <laughs> no i'll get it. if you give me enough time since we're on the podcast and i guess i could just edit it but i know i know who this guy is don't do uh don't tell me yet. Um,
1: he had a TV show. He's not... had he's had some movies. Yeah, and it's about him and his buddies, and and all of them on all of them. They're all famous for doing stuff.
0: I know. I know who this guy because I thought it was really cool. What? Who is it? What's his initials? Are they? Give me give me his first.
1: His his initials are JK.
0: Hmm. Well, maybe okay. Who is it?
1: Johnny Knoxville.
0: Yes, I knew, I knew that. (laughs) I knew, I knew. I
1: I swear, I knew that. I I thought was so crazy when I heard that he was going to be the voice of Leonardo. He was only for the voiceover of Leonardo for the first one, but I thought it was crazy because they were using they were using Johnny Knoxville's popularity at the time because I think that you know that was around the same time Bad Grandpa had came out too, and so they were trying (laughs) to capitalize on his popularity, which he's pretty popular. I mean, for some, you know. And so, I mean, he's got a good voice for it he did he, he he did really good his voice was really good in it you know I was really impressed I did not like their choice of April O'Neill oh yeah that's kind of weird that was terrible
0: but, but uh just don't even hair <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it was just it was just a fun fact that you know just thinking about it I was like how many people know that he is the voice of Leonardo for the first one of the new I love trivia, man. I did know that one. I remember doing him doing an interview, seeing it.
0: I mean, I see the interview in my face, in my head right now. I just couldn't remember on the spot, but I kept thinking, uh take, tanning, tanning, uh, tanning Chater. Yeah, whatever. It was something like that. <laughs> you know, it kept popping in my head. I couldn't get it out of my head, and I'm like, that's not him, though.
1: Nah. But the well,
0: original one, who was Donatello, was uh, Corey Feldman, and I the original so. one, original movie, but. uh yeah, but that was you know that that then that kind of popped back up in my head, so I was like, oh man! But I know I remember Johnny Knoxville now that you mentioned it. Yeah. But um, but anyway, so what was I going to say about the? Uh, let's just kind of jump back to the uh, Super Nintendo real quick, is I wanted to just kind of reiterate that there yeah. is a if you have an Xbox 360, you can go back and play or Xbox Live, you can go back and play the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two arcade game, the exact port. And you can play a Turtles in Time remake. The graphics are a lot... They're different. Um, I wouldn't even say better. I was going to say better. But I kind of like... And I like the graphics on the new one. And I, but the, I think the Super Nintendo graphics just hit just right for that Turtles in Time. Uh, that type of they game. They did. They really a did. Fun game. Like fun... And fu- you know, the whole theme and, and uh, kind of the aura of the game. It's just supposed to be this big fun... You know, romp through New York and time, but um but that the port, or excuse me, the uh, remake on. And I bought it, and I was super stoked to get it on 360. But it's not the whole, it's not the exact same thing as Turtles in Time. It's on, it only got like five stages or something. And I was so disappointed. And I was like, oh, dude, seriously, man, why did y'all? Because I noticed it was skipping stages, and I was like, what? But oh, and then I was going to say this about the—you uh, said that they added new stuff to the arcade port on the NES version, and then the and the arcade port for the Super Nintendo version. And that's something Nintendo's kind of known for is adding their spin on these types of things, which is which is really good. You can actually get a Tekken tag tournament game for the Wii U, and you can fight as Mario. <laughs> You're a big tall Tekken character dressed up like Mario. It's just so weird. Mm. And I
1: bet he has some interesting moves and stuff. So, since you say that, this is super random, super completely not related to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all. Um, Fortnite is getting released on a Nintendo Switch. Oh. The reason why I say that is because it's not Fortnite like we know it. It's with its Nintendo twist and it's Mario Brothers, Fortnite. What? Like you got world. Mario. Oh yeah, there you go. You got Mario characters that even look that looked like the Splatoon. One of the Splatoon players was in it. Inklings. So you've got you got that. It's just just something you know. Want want the listeners to catch. And I wish I would remember that at news. But when you said that Nintendo puts their own twist on things, that was yeah, that's perfect. That was it. So. Yeah, that's
0: perfect. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. So they they love to do that kind of stuff. Which they, and it's always something better, and it's always more fun because they get a hold of it. Oh yeah. So that's kind of started back, you know, way back in the days. So you can talk as, even with the games we're talking about now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. They added a new characters and a new stages. So uh, good on them, man! I think that's uh, really good, and um, just well, shows think... their creativity and their ability to make fun games. Well, even that's more what I... fun.
1: That's that's what's making me more excited about Nintendo again, and it makes me want to go buy a Nintendo Switch. And then on top of that, what Capcom's doing as well with all their crossovers, you know. And yeah. I, I guess that's I guess that could be another topic for another podcast is crossovers well, and how they happen because I mean it's happening a lot more often now.
0: Capcom, I love Capcom, but you know I'm not I don't really I could care less about having my character look like the girl from. Uh, Zero Dawn. I mean, there's nothing for my guy, you know, so I don't really care about the Or I the, or have a Ryu outfit. I don't care about aesthetics. In fact, that Kukulu Laku helmet Koo, that you were yeah. talking about, Koo-Koo-Yaku. I was like, yeah, Kuku Kulu Yaku,
1: yeah. I was,
0: yeah. was kind of like, eh, whatever. I don't really need it, but then I was building some armor. I actually built the Immortality set, uh, the Valhallic, man, and it is sick, and I'm ready to go back and play it right now while we're talking. Because <laughs> uh, I can't die on it. It's so awesome. I did die once, but it is just super cool. I never even get heal potions or anything. I don't even need them. Uh, but um, but I did look at the helmet, and it is helpful because it helps you pick up stuff and run faster and all this while you're carrying stuff. So I went back and did that because it's helpful. But any aesthetics, I don't care. Like that. Capcom's kind of doing that, which I'm good. I'm with you, man. I love that they're doing that, and I love Capcom. And I'm glad that they're implementing all their games uh, like that. Um, but Nintendo does takes it a little bit
1: further and actually adds some pl- uh, you know, some, it's, it's well, they more add, they fun. Add meat to it. They add meat to it. You know, it's not just, it's just, it's not just, okay. You know, we got this, let's just throw it in there. It's like, okay. Nintendo is like, okay, it's coming over from the arcade. We're going to be losing something because of that. How can we make it better for the player? And so they add in these new character, these characters that are, that we know from the cartoons, Add add in these boards that you know maybe you know don't have anything to do with anything. There's just another fun board to do. I mean the snowman board on uh, the the arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two arcade. Uh, that was a fun little snowboard. I remember playing that one and you know getting frustrated at it, but it was fun.
0: So yeah, yeah they can take any game and, and and play with the best, and they're still the king of fun factor. And every gamer in the world wants Nintendo to, to succeed. At what they're doing. So I'm glad the Switch is coming out and it's starting to do well. And I got to get one. This is one of those tricky things with these new systems. You want to wait for the uh, price to go down or you want to wait for more games to come out and just see how it's going to do. But Nintendo Switch has been out for over a year. So the life sti- life's, uh, span of systems now is going to be within that five years. So you've missed a year already of playing. And granted, yeah, you can go back and play any games you want. But, um, you know, like I still play the. You can still play the Super but, Nintendo.
1: Now things twenty five years old. Yeah, but you make you make a you make a you make a point there. Most systems short life cycle. That means prices come down quick. Look, PlayStation Four Pro, it was out for less than a year and they already knocked the price down. PlayStation Four, it was out a year, they knocked the price down. Xbox One, out a year, knocked the price down. One big huge price changes, but whenever the next holiday season came around, they knocked it down. Nintendo Switch has gone through, if I'm not mistaken, two holiday seasons. No price knock at all. It's still $300. Yeah, I think mean, it's gone through one. but Is it just only, one?
0: Yeah, because it came out like March of last year, I think. I don't know. Maybe, I can't remember, but it's, it's a year old, uh, so it's got to be just one. But either but, way, it,
1: it's it it doesn't it, it's not showing the signs. Well, it's like not the just the price that well, we're
0: talking about. I'm talking about you want to see which games are for it or yeah. they, they release a Mario Odyssey Switch. Hey, I like that one. Or the or a Zelda Switch, which in Breath of the Wilds out. You know, I want a new Zelda. Uh, but you know, obviously that, that that's going to be their flagship Zelda for a mm-hmm. while. But uh, but yeah, so. I, I, you know, I need to get one, but I don't want my son to play it. That's really why I don't want him to mess it up because he's already. I think I think my Wii U gamepad is broken now because I don't know what they get into, man. But their hands are greasy and nasty. They don't wash them. They you know, just touch whatever they want. And they're like, playing the game, it's all over. I gotta
1: wipe it, wipe it off, Buttons stick in. and. PSA for nasty. anybody that has kids and they're gamers, don't let your kids touch your stuff. Yeah, because it gets sticky, gets nasty. Well, I mean, you're gonna sit there and not let
0: him touch it, and let him sit there and whine, or you can just let him. I mean, I like him to play games. He's really good at Mario. I mean, like, I mean, if I told you, you wouldn't, you would think all he does is play Mario, or you would think I was lying. Neither one of those are true. He's just good at it. Uh, he's getting past
1: stages that I can't get past. So I have some broken controllers. Everybody's got them. Stick it in his hand. That's what I did. That's what I'm doing. Well, it works Grant. when they're three. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work when they're five. It's almost six. Well, well, yeah, they know now, but like you know, Seth, I stick the controller in his hand. And say, here you go, and he's just like thinks it's the best thing ever, and it's yeah. it's crazy, you know. And so that's how I keep my controllers from getting sticky. And two, I I play when he's asleep, so. I, I, avoid, I avoid seeing them not play, you know. Avoid avoid seeing them play me, me playing the games.
0: When you got three, and I get home from work, sometimes my wife, which has a bonus for me, my wife is like, "Go take Jacob and y'all go to the room and just play games or something, just to kind of get him out of her hair." Yeah, I get mm-hmm. to play games and we're good until dinner's ready, and so that's that's kind of a bonus there. But uh, you know, it's cool that he likes them. But he wants a Switch, uh, of course, and I was thinking about getting him one, but then, of course, it's his, and so now he's going to play it whenever he wants, and it's going to be sticky, especially if it's <laughs> something like that that you can you know, slide the deck in and pull it out and touch the screen and all this. So I don't know. I'm going to have to get one, but uh, just I, teach I would him, probably put it in the den to, or something.
1: Teach him not to slide the deck out. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, I'd probably put it in the den or something and so that he can uh, – there's a family system to where, okay – it's more of a formal event because everybody's <laughs> got to stop watching TV or whatever. If somebody's doing something in the den. Okay, it's time to play Mario Kart or whatever. So everybody wash your hands. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this kind of thing. But you tell wash them, your hands, anyway? Put and on all these gloves. Here you and go. Now like, you can touch it. <laughs> and I'll say, "Dude, let me see your hands." And he looks at on touch and they're not sticky. But it's like, "How what what are you doing? How do you got
1: <laughs> you know Yes. Are you sweating or something? Are you playing? I don't know. Whatever. I get my kid out of the tub tonight. No lie, within five minutes, there's some kind of substance on him already. I'm like, well, what did you do? <laughs> dude, we've got, we're going to bed. Why are you nasty? You know, I'm putting him to bed. and I'm like, dude, what is, th- what is this? You know, and he touches my phone because I'm letting him watch Peppa Pig. He likes Peppa Pig. Yeah. He touched my phone. When I get back from him, I'm like, dude, this is slimy. What did you – did you put it in your mouth? Don't do – well, no. So, yes. Oh, what keep, is it? <laughs> What's the substance? Knew, never knew what the substance was. <laughs> I just wiped substance. it off and moved on. I never figure it out. It's like,
0: a substance. What do you mean? It's just well, substances.
1: I think it ended up being like a combination of some water, some uh, gel soap, and some spit, I think. <laughs> oh, it was just gosh. some kind of common. I was like, oh, my gosh.
0: So, well, well, cool, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this up because I got some Monster
1: Hunter I need to go play Definitely. for the next 30 minutes or so. I got some sleep to go do because we, we've got Easter stuff to handle in the morning. So, I do too, but I'll just be sleepy. In fact, uh, but yeah, I won't even get to it. <laughs> I got to put all my recording stuff up before he comes in here, otherwise, he's going to start messing with it. I don't need a sticky mic and a sticky headset. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys.
0: Well, hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, leave us some questions and comments on our Facebook or Instagram. Uh, my personal one's Hollywood Cole with the H uh, O L L I W O D K O L E on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, follow us on either one of those. And we got the, uh, you also find the, uh, the clear, uh, not clear fire, but the, what am I trying to say? The H and K. I'm trying to think of what it was called. The H and K video game experience. Instagram, Instagram and Twitter and, and Twitter. Facebook, so we're H for H N K E X P on Facebook, right? Yeah.
1: No. Yeah you you can you can find us. Um, I, I'm brand. I've got us branded to where you can you should be able to find us if you do H N K E X P. You should be able to find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by using that. So go look up that. Uh, if you want to pop us with something, you can do um, the at sign at uh, that's on H N, the letter N K E X P, and it should hit us. Yep. And so, if uh your
0: friends, if you if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends, leave us a review, something, and uh, it's, it's easy to point them to our Facebook if you want them to learn how to to, to listen. Uh, just the H N K E X P because from that Facebook page you'll be able to to find out where all of our stuff is that we just mentioned. And so it's gonna be the pin post at the top, where you can either the latest episode will be up there with a picture of uh, what it's about. So Ninja Turtles for this one, and it'll also have all the different links for YouTube, for Google Play, for um,
1: iTunes. Yeah, for iTunes. For where
0: iTunes too, you have to type V H ampersand K, video game experience, and search, and it'll pull that up on iTunes too. That's another way you can do it.
1: I need to double-check and make sure that I have the iTunes link in there so you can just click it and go. Because in our feed and everything, I do have it Google Play-wise because for some reason it's a pain yeah, to search at why. Google Play. But I've got it set to where you go. and you click it, it'll take you straight to Google Play. You can see that from your phone, from anything. It'll take you straight to Google Play. And it'll um, take you straight to our podcast on there. So, And then also, too, you've got me following on. I've got Twitter, got Facebook and Instagram. If you find me, it's k l e e r f y r e. Yeah, you can hit me up. Got questions, comments, you found something cool collecting. Let's chat about it. Yep, and if you play Monster Hunter and you want to do some killing, let me know. Um, yeah, we've, we'll we'll get it done. Well, we've got a Monster Hunter little squad that we play with. We've got a chat. If you want to, we've got a PSN chat set up. If you ever want to jump in to try to set up a game time with us, uh, hopefully soon we're going to start streaming a little bit or at least um, publishing records of our stream. So I'm trying to get some of that figured out and see if I can get the technology, to, technology right to do it because where I'm at... I can play my games online all day long. I can't stream very well. I don't don't have enough bandwidth, uh, uh, upload, uh, upstream bandwidth. So, which isn't a big deal. I can just record it and play it later, or play it out for y'all later. So, hit us up. We'd like to play with y'all too. So, yep, cool.
0: Well, thanks for uh, listening. We'll see you next time. Appreciate it, guys. Take it easy.